What's up, Nerds Nation? It's Nick from the FN Nerds Podcast. Before we get you started on today's episode, I want to talk with you guys about Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. And let's be real, who doesn't want in on some of that sweet, sweet cash? Podgo provides podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to be a member at no extra cost and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. This is a no-brainer, guys. What are you waiting for? Head over to podgo.co. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Hey, look at that. I could spell. And be sure to add our podcast in on the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. And now, on to the effing nerds. What is up, Nerds Nation? Welcome back to the Epic Nerds Podcast with the most dynamic duo in all of podcasting. I'm Nick Benizio, and sitting across from me is my dude, Martin Moreno. What's up? How we doing? In the luxury suite. In the luxury suite. Mm-hmm. This is episode 37, and we'll be diving into some of our favorite news that has dropped this past week. But before we get started, make sure you guys follow us on all of our socials, looking for that sweet FN logo. And as always, check back each week because we upload new content for you guys to listen to. So, we've been busy, man. Wait, was Shang-Chi this week? Yes. What the? It's f- been a long fucking week. Fuck. Bro. Yeah. That's what I mean. It, we've just been busy, like just life things going on in it. Like, right. I feel like it's just been nonstop. I also woke up at 5 a.m. to go get vaccinated. Yeah. So that was also a long. That was ass a long day. ass fucking day. Yeah. And then I had to wake up again at 5 a.m. to come back. Bro, I even ask you that. How was how was that? It was in, fine in the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Just- I got well. My mom works at the hospital. Yeah. So I got a little VIP service. Ooh. Thanks to my mom RN. Did you get a lollipop? I did not get a lot of pop, no, bro. but I got some Wawa afterwards. Okay. So, nice. <laughs> uh, so before we kind of like jump in, I, I kind of want to talk about that. Just how like busy we've, we've been in. Obviously, the FN dailies have kind of taken a hit and, you know, eventually we'll get back to doing them. But, you know, we might not even have one coming up this week just because like between uh, the short film we're working on, which we're going to talk about a little bit, that's kind of coming into play. Uh, my job's picking up. Your job's really picking up. Mm-hmm. So with all that kind of going on, you know, some things are going to fall by the wayside a little bit, but we still have these episodes to do mm-hmm. and, you know, a couple of things to share with you guys. Uh, so, yeah, man, um, actually, before we really jump into the movie stuff, I want to talk to you about the gym, the gym, the gym, the bloody gym. Okay. I know we don't usually talk about this stuff on here. <laughs> okay. We usually don't, but like, you know, oh, I'm excited. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, so for the past like couple months, um, like I've always been a really big gym person mm-hmm. and you know, Martin, you've worked out like a lot just over like the last couple years mm-hmm. and, but lately you've been really getting back into it. Yes. So for the longest time that I've been going to the gym, I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of shit, seen a lot of people come and go. A lot the of people gym. has like a very eclectic group of people. Aside that, from yeah. the movie theater. I think the gym is the place that gets me the angriest because whenever yes. we go to the movie theater and we sit down and I start hearing people talking and start hearing bags rustling, I see people on their phone, I get like, I start boiling. <laughs> yes. Like I start boiling on the inside and the only thing that matches that are the people at the gym. I know. Fucking head asses. Well, and that's the thing. So like, obviously we're strictly movie podcast, but we also are gym nerds, you know, yes. and we're not the biggest guys in the room. Bro, FN stands for fitness nerds. FN stands for fitness nerds, but, but we love, like, we love working out. Like, yes. I, like I love lifting. It's, it's been something that I've been doing for like the longest time ever since high school. And I've done it as, like since it's something that I've carried with me. It's something I'm going to do. For the rest of my life, probably for as long as I possibly can. You're gonna be like can. your dad. Wake I'm gonna be like my dad. Turn all the fucking sprinklers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah. So you know, in that 
so because I've been going there for so long and because I've seen so many people going there, man, like, so this happened to me the other day. So I was going there to do chest, right? And mm-hmm. the gym I go to fucking blows. I hate it. And I know the gym you go to also My blows. gym is the worst Your gym, is pretty gym bad. in the fucking yeah. planet. <laughs> I cannot stress it enough. It is well, the worst gym in the fucking well, I would say, planet. We're, we're, we're going to get to your gym because you're, you're probably going to jump off of mine. So I'm going in there to do chest, right? And there's like four benches all taken up. Okay. All the benches are taken. Are they all flat or some? They're incline? all they're all they're all flat. The inclines were open, but I didn't want to. Do, I wanted to do incline dumbbells. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do incline bench. Like I like I always I always like to alternate. I have two mm-hmm. chest days a week. I do one where it's flat bench, incline dumbbell, and then I flip flop. I do four benches. That's still a decent amount of benches. That's a that's a, that's a lot of benches. Yeah. Like the gym is, is the gym I go to is pretty big. It's just mm-hmm. the layout is trash. Like the people mm-hmm. that run the gym don't know what they're doing. So like every time I walk in there, I'm like, this machine should be there. The dumbbell should be over here. This I would, hate that. This would open up this space a hell of a lot more. You know, and like we're so for your gym blank, the space is so small that there's not a lot for them to really work Bro, with. Bro, fun fact, and I'm pretty sure I told you this, when you go upstairs and you turn around, and like in that, there's that one corner where you have like a bench, where you have the squat racks. Yeah. That entire section in the beginning mm-hmm. from like, when you walk in from like the wall where squat racks are all the way to about halfway through um, was all like treadmills and ellipticals. Right. Yeah. So like it's already so packed. Yeah. But all that weight lifting stuff that was there was cramped up in between like those two spots. When you walk up <sighs> the steps, Christ. you had that one spot. Yeah. You turn left and you go into the other corner. So those were like the only weightlifting areas. And then it would always blow my mind as to why the fuck they had ellipticals and treadmills up there because no one ever used them. Right. And they have so many downstairs. That's what I mean. And I also feel like too that even downstairs, there's more than there needs to be. Like there's, I like I understand cardio is a major point but i'm like i feel like you can take out there's 25%. never ever a time when all those that's all that's that cardio what i mean equipment i think 25 of that of that cardio equipment can come out and yes. you can just open it up more for more machines you can more machines yeah. more like dumbbells um cables bench whatever, benches right? whatever yeah. you can definitely do a lot more yeah but yeah so where, where i was getting to though is all all the benches were taken up so obviously i was a little upset that i couldn't do bench but it's fine but the problem i had and this we're gonna play a game called is nick an asshole because I'm looking at it. The answer is yes. And there's, it's always yes. There's a person uh-huh. on the bench doing the bar. Oh my God. I'm like already like, just like, and, and then, and then they put, getting frustrated. And then they put a five pound plate on either side and, and do a set of that. And then, and they do a 10 pound plate on either side of that. And they do another set with the 10 pounds. And for me guys, like if, if you don't weight lift, there is some sort of a gym etiquette, just like there is when you're driving on like the road or mm-hmm. in other places. There's there's a certain sort of etiquette. If you can't do a certain amount on the bench press, get off the fucking bench press and go do dumbbells because that's where you fucking belong. If you're coming to the bench mm-hmm. and you're doing a max of 55 pounds with the bar that already weighs 45 pounds get the fuck out of here and go do some dumbbells and build your strength up. Then come back to the bench and put on some big boy weight. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, if you're doing lightweight on on a bench press mm-hmm. and people are waiting to actually do legit weight, get off. And if that makes me an asshole, then I'm an asshole. How but is that form? Eh, a little rocky. A little rocky. A little rocky. Okay. I'm okay. It's Jim and ass. I'm um, Jim. It's Nick and asshole. <laughs> I'm going to, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to answer it. It's like, because I'm the type of person who I'm, I'm a full believer. It's like, you got to start somewhere. I, you know, I like that. You, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe like I never, 
ever, ever. Well, I don't want to say never, ever, ever. But I, for the most part, don't judge people. Like, okay, like, look, if you're small and you got to start somewhere, if you got to start at five pounds, what you can do, sure, start at five pounds and then gradually build your weight up. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you do make a solid argument that, like, build up your strength a little bit using the dumbbells, yeah. you know, you know, curling 20-pound dumbbells you know like build your strength up a little bit and then maybe go to the gym and maybe at least put like a 25 pound plate you know on the bench and maybe yeah, like put yes. a 25 pound plate well and that's the thing too is like is i i feel like that i also see because i'm weird though man because it's like should i go up to the person and actually be like hey man like i see what you're doing and like you know if you want to get better you should try it. Like, I don't want to call it like, hello like, kids. I, that, that's, that's what I mean though. It's, it's like, I'm not a trainer. Like I don't work at the gym. So right. I, I feel like it's not my obligation to go up to a person to give them advice. Like that happened to me the other fucking day. Oh my God. I was with that dude. Dying bro. Oh, that was on so bad. I was, I was trying that so was hard so to bad, lose my dude. shit. Yeah. So every now and then on the weekends, we have time checking that gym. I keep calling you Jim. That's not my name. That's not my name. Nick and I will go to the gym and we were doing seated cable rows. Yep. One of my favorite exercises. I love seated cable rows. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. And uh, some geezer who probably, who probably, you know, who probably maxed out 315 on bench in his heyday and in his prime probably still thinks he's hot shit. So he came over and he told Nick that his form was bad. Bro, this dude came over. And I lost his, with his shit. fucking deflated pancake chest with his uh, with like the string the string yeah, tees on wearing? i don't know but he was wearing some tea. like he had like the string if, if i on. what he wore at, at some gold gym in oklahoma like in the 70s yes you know? but he had like these short shorts on the fucking string tee with his pancake tits and he comes up to me and he's like you're doing that wrong he's like you're yeah. gonna pull a disc in your back he's like you gotta do it like this and it's just like bro like I, like obviously I wasn't an asshole. Mm -hmm. I, I can't I can't ever I can't ever be an outward asshole. I'm an internal asshole. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. What? Asshole. Uh, you're absolutely right, sir. You've hit the nail right in the head. But yeah, but that's like it's just like bro, like like come on. So see, like, so when it comes to something like that, and I see someone if someone's really struggling, then I'll go over and like help them out. But like I can't tell somebody that's on a bench, trying to bench. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, you should go over the dumbbells. Yeah, see, start I'm, there. I'm of two minds. Because yeah. at one point, I do agree with you. But at the same time, I'm just like, look, you got you to start with something. Because eventually, yeah. every single kind of, I guess, if this is just like, side note, if you are trying to, if you are trying to put on weight, if you're trying to put on muscle, I definitely recommend um, maybe looking up someone. Yeah. That, and try to reach their level. You know, if if whether it's, anything whether it's as crazy like a massive bodybuilder or like maybe an actor or an right. actress you know like if if it's chris pratt if right. you're a taller dude um or chris hemsworth if you're a taller dude and you want to look like chris hemsworth and thor look up his diet look up his workout right. you know and then try to you know slowly get there but I guarantee you, at some point, Chris Hemsworth was probably putting up 55 pounds on the bench. Maybe yeah. when he was 15 years right, old. Right. <laughs> Who knows? But you always have to start somewhere. I'm a firm believer of that. So I no. get it. And this is the thing, too. I'm not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not hating on, you know, people trying to better themselves or anything like that. But it's like, I think I think that's, that's the problem, too. I think there's a lot of people that are uneducated when they go to the gym. And, There's a lot, and, and, I, and, and, and I could honestly say that for a long time I was uneducated too. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like it's it's like if you want to do bench, like that's that's fine. It's it's just me being being a douche and going there early in the morning and being like, oh, I'm gonna do chest today. You know, I'm going. I was like, thumbs up. He said, 
On any given day, everyone in the gym is doing chest. You wanna walk into a 24-hour fitness on a Saturday at 3 a.m. drunk thinking, oh, nobody's here. I'm just gonna smack my chest around. Wrong, fucking wrong. You're so fucking wrong. Everyone's here. They're all doing chest. I'm doing chest. Uh, but that's the thing, man. I feel like everybody also defaults to chest when they don't know what they're doing. It's like, well, I'll just do chest. It's always chest and body. It's always chest and body. Always. So that's the, I think that's the the one body part that gets hits too much. But but yeah, but like I, I don't have a problem with you trying to better yourself. You know, the, the bench thing is just something I have to get over. But it just, it just irks me a little bit when it's like you're not really using the bench how it should be used. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You might be doing good form on it, but it's like when you're doing like 55 in total weight, it's not really helping a whole lot. Like honestly, you would be better off banging out 100 pushups a day and building your strength up that way. That would help way more right. than what you're doing on the bench. And like I said, with dumbbells, dumbbells are the perfect place to start for trying to build up your chest because there's also the idea of stability as well. When you're, yes. when you have two dumbbells in your hand and you're trying to have them evenly go up and down, yes, 100%. like that's so much better of a workout than trying to, to get better on bench press. It helps press. you with your form, yep. you know, and it always almost kind of forces you to go a little lighter. Yep. So that way you can slowly bring it down and slowly, you know, um, push it up. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think there are two, I think there's, I don't want to say you're an asshole. I would say you're half an <laughs> asshole because I think you do make a good I'll take point. Half an asshole. Yeah, you make a good point in one sense, but in the other, I'm just like, yeah, you know, like let let the kid, like you know, let let him start, let yeah, him start off. But yeah, yeah I mean, look. Um, aside from that, <laughs> no, because there are real gym assholes, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you who those real gym assholes are. There's every one, single person at my gym. There's one guy at your gym specifically. This every dude single person is a fucking game rapist, bro. The gym is filled with people you hate. Some you hate because you're a hater. Some you hate because even their parents hate them. But others you hate because they're fucking with your games. Game rapists. These are the worst people in the gym. He's a game rapist. What this guy does. That is something that we got from our one of our favorite YouTube personalities, Dom, Dom Zetti. Dom and Zetti, is yes. a guy who, who steals your gains. Fucking game, game rapist. So this guy at Martin's gym literally oh hogs from like 50 pound dumbbells up to about like 80, 85, right? About, about to 90. About to 90, yeah. right? And he brings them into a corner. And I don't know what the fuck he does. I don't know if he's trying to do like crazy hammer curl. And this dude's not a big he, he dude He tries either. to hammer curl. He tries to hammer tries curl to like hammer 90 curl pounds, which is unheard of. Guys. No one hammer curls 90 pounds unless you're fucking on roids and you're a massive pro bodybuilder. Disclaimer, Nick and I are not personal trainers, obviously. But your <laughs> form is so important. Yes. So like leave your ego at the door. If you cannot properly curl whatever you're trying to curl. You know, if you don't have good form, you're like you're breaking your back. Trying you're trying to, throw to it yeah, up. like yeah. don't try to put up more weight. It's better to do like proper, like proper twelve reps of like no twenty five pound dumbbell, for example. Well, that's the thing, man. Like the, I, I don't, I want to cut you off, but mm -hmm. like you'll get so much more respect from people at the gym if you do proper form and you do it right. You know what yes. I mean? Like I respect people so much more when I see them doing. Certain things like like the one chick that I encountered on on Saturday. Whoa, hey! Uh, she was doing squats, and her form was fan fucking tastic. Wow, like, you were looking at her ass, Nick? No, <laughs> but but you know it's but it's it's that thing though. It's like when you have you know people like that doing these these specific sorts of moves. Like I like like so. This this girl who was doing like squats, perfect form. She was doing everything right. Wasn't breaking her back. You know, wasn't having her knees go past her feet. Like everything looked like looked great. The dude next to her was doing, um, I think it's like it's like clean and press, like power cleans, where it's yes. almost like you 
you have the barbell on the ground and then it's in one swift motion. You're basically throwing it up over your head. So it's almost like an Olympic lift. Yes. So Stu was doing, he was doing lightweight, which is fine because it's a tough lift. But literally as he was doing it, he would come up and as he got the weight over his head, he wouldn't hold it. He automatically dropped it and it went behind his head. So as it, as it smacked the ground, the thing bounced over the fucking place, smacked into the, the, the squat bar, just shit was going everywhere. And like, he did this like five fucking times. I'm like, bro, like, I almost feel like you just need to be just be doing this with the bar. You have to hold it over your head and then bring it back down. Right. Like, the negatives are just as important. Exactly. As it's if you're doing a bicep curl, you got to control it on the way down. If you're doing a bench press control on the way down, because the negatives are just as important as, you know, pushing yeah. up. But yeah, like, like what I was saying before, like, you know, it, the, it's all, form is extremely important. If, if you can, if you can properly curl, you know, 12 reps, with 25 pound dumbbells, mm -hmm. do that. Don't try to literally throw your entire body to get five reps up like 50 pounds. And like, and, and like also too, like when you do that, you're not even targeting. You're not, because like, you gotta like- It's like, taking the like, biceps out of it too. Yeah, biceps, triceps, shoulders, those are like, those are mostly you gotta isolate. So you gotta really like, you know, lock them in, mm -hmm. like get good position and really just focus on that muscle and yes. you squeeze it. Right. And like, those are like, like those are types of muscle, well, not every single workout, because for example, like I wouldn't recommend doing high, if you're trying to build, if you're doing like press, like military press, yeah. like on shoulders or like overhead press and like, yeah, maybe like eight clean reps of like a little bit something heavier will probably be good but if right. you're going to do like lateral races where you're really going to isolate the shoulders and mm -hmm. yeah do like disclaimer we're not personal trainers <laughs> just saying we watch a lot of arnold videos we watch a lot of arnold videos watch a lot of training videos yeah. but yeah if you're something if you're doing something like like lateral races and yeah go for those like 12 to 15 reps you know properly like isolate your shoulders get good form and and do that but yeah this guy going back to this fucking asshole who is not that big he just thinks putting up more weight is more important than form. And he literally just literally flunges his body around trying to lift up these dumbbells, trying to do hammer curls. And it's just a, it's just so stupid. And those are the people that I like judge in the gym. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you know what's fucked up about that too is I didn't even think I said this to you is when I saw him doing it, I'm like, man, if I tried that, I would throw my back out right away. But this dude's like fucking made of rubber mm -hmm. and he's done this so many fucking times. And he's times. so like lanky. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, he's like very skinny and, and he's pretty tall. Yeah, he's really, So I'm like, if really this tall. dude like properly dieted, he's just, he's just like genetically leaned out. Right. So if he like properly dieted and properly worked out, he can like look really good. Like really put on some mass. Like we're, like, yeah. we're talking about like you know like chris hemsworth type of of body like where it's right. like a really lean solid muscle like figure but you know he's, he's an idiot yeah he's a fucking <laughs> idiot that's really what it comes down to and he hogs the weight and and aside from that whenever he's over on the cable yeah machine and he's like doing those like tricep push downs yes he's literally first of all have his body weight is like to one side because he's like he's he's pushing it down like I, if you you guys can see me but i'm like tilting my body yeah, it's to like it's the almost, left it's almost like it's off balance like he's pushing down he's harder extremely with his left off than his balance. Right. Yeah. so like his whole everything like that guy is literally going to hurt himself yeah. like significantly at some point or another or he's going to have some problems in the future but not just that but he's like literally put he's putting the the pin all the way at the bottom he's he's trying to max out all the way on on the cable machine and then he just slams it yeah and this is how you fucking break shit. I know. And there's many times when I've gone to the gym and it's broken and I'm just like, it was that fucking asshole. It was that asshole. fucking guy. And aside from him, oh my God. Like, well, I know there's, where, there's, where do I even begin? There's so many more. But you know what though? Uh, before we like wrap up this segment, I want to talk about one of the one of the cool people at your gym, Granny Goodness. And the Amazonian. And the Amazonian. There's two. So there's, yeah, there's the Amazonian two. and there's Granny Goodness. So there's this chick who's just a fucking 
beast and she's awesome yeah um i've actually talked to her a couple of times now and yeah. she's really really cool um she comes in, and she's so old school she comes in with like her little notebook yes she's like writes her reps down yep, like yep. she's a, she fuck apps yeah, like yeah. you know back in her <laughs> days how she did it yeah but she's got like great form does like really well um and, and, and she's granny goodness is she's not she's not like i would say she's got to be like 65 granny goodness right? is a fucking beast yeah she's out here well, a couple of days ago, she was on the leg press, yeah. and she was just putting up weight and okay. just like crushing. And I'm like, God, this woman is a fucking beast. I told you one time it was both her, this Green Goodness, and the Amazonian, and they were both. You have like it's the opposite of the preacher curl machine for everyone who for anyone who knows. Yeah, where essentially you sit down. Uh, preacher curls is like you sit down. It's like a padded thing that it's goes. Like, it's on, like angled. Yeah, yeah, angle that goes on on the upper part of your arm, so that way you have like range. You're essentially like sitting down and and doing like bicep curls on this sort of like on this padded thing, but for triceps it's the opposite. It's so like rather than you're, you're sort of yeah. like pushing pushing down. down. Yeah. So what they were doing, they each took a handle, and they were doing like a tricep press. Oh, and they were like pushing it down yeah. like together. Yeah, and it was it was like some like Arnie. It was some like like Arnie and um, Franco Colombo kind of work or some shit like that. Well, I was gonna say more like Dutch and uh, oh Dutch and Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> like you know <laughs> yeah. high fiving, flexing the the, yeah. the muscles. It was it was just some crazy shit. But uh, but yeah, there those two are awesome. There are some good people, but for the most part, and then I even told you too. Someone was doing lap pull down the other day, and they were just like. Oh my god! I wish you know, like the Disney Channel original movies when they had the magic stick yeah. and they would draw something. Yeah, I wish I can get a drawing of the lap bar. Yeah, from a, I, I guarantee you, a bunch of squiggles. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of fucking squiggles <laughs> going from left to right, up and down. This guy, I don't know what the hell he was doing, and I'm with you. Like, I so desperately want to just go up to so many people and be like, dude. Do it like this or try this. This yeah. will work better. And me personally, I just feel like if someone came up to me that looked like me, I would be like, fuck that guy. I know, yeah. Like the second exactly. he walked away, I'd be like, fuck exactly. off. So, yeah. so that's also one of like my motivations. Like, you know, like try to get a little bigger. So then that way, if I do give advice, maybe someone will take it a little seriously. Right, right. Because like Nick said, I've I mean, I've always played sports my whole life. I've always been in shape. But I really fell off hard in the past like year with quarantine and everything. Because um, when, when did we start doing the uh, the Stronger app? That was like 2018? Yeah, that was like 2018. That was like yeah. the second half of 2018, right? Yeah, I remember we started around the time we went to... Tampa. To Tampa, to Adam's yes. bachelor party. So that was like yeah. September. Yes. So it was like September of 2018. Yeah. Right. That was going well. It was going well, yeah. yeah. Like the OGF and nerd image. Yeah. Oh, you, me, and Demage were for the most part the, the ones who the only ones that were really like into that. Yeah, yeah. and I and I was doing really well, and then I want to say like once we moved in, which was like the end of twenty nineteen of twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, I just I kind of fell off a little bit, and I was trying I was gonna bounce back, and then fucking quarantine hit, yeah. so like I fell off hard, but. Uh, I was like, this year, I'm going to get back into it. I started working out. I didn't really see results for the first month. So then I started dieting. Right. Like, I started dieting hard. And I think since I've been dieting, since, like, February 1st, mm -hmm. like, I've just seen, like, massive changes. Yeah. So we, I can, like, really talk about this a lot. I know. So I'm glad you brought this up. This is fun. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, I, like, I know we always talk, like I said this, we always talk movies. You know, we always talk like like news and stuff, but you know, this is something that I think is also a big part of the F and Nerds is mm -hmm. kind of like the gym side of us. And since like this year, 
is like Martin said, like with, with COVID, like, like even, even for me with the gyms being closed, like I fell off a lot, you know, mm-hmm. it was, I, like, I honestly felt like I was back in college, like literally drinking and eating just junk. Like, Oh every my day, God, it was so bad, dude. Which and was, which was bad, but it was also fun at the same time. It was a blast. Yeah. yeah. But also too, like we did a lot of videos. So then like, just, you, you have to be honest with yourself. I think that's the big thing too. Um, you can't like, you got to really take a step back, take a good look in the mirror and just be honest with yourself and be like, look, I want to look like this. Let's fucking do it. So then you have to properly eat. You have to properly exercise. You have to rest properly. Yep, like rest. rest is a big thing. Which is something that I'm still struggling to yeah, get enough and, of. Yeah, and just be completely honest with yourself. If you're, if, if you're eating bad, if you don't look good and you're not happy, then like you have to realize that like, yeah, maybe genetics could play a part in it, but it's on you. Right. It is all on you. And like we were doing a lot of videos for the pod and there were so many moments where I'm like, Jesus, Martin, you got to tone it down, buddy. <laughs> you got to cut back on those bagels. You got to cut back on the, on the, all that sugar, on that iced tea. Like and, we were uh, drinking beers every day. Drinking beers yeah. all the time. And I hit a point. Like I really hit a point where I was like, okay, that's it. Fuck it. I'm going to go back to dieting. I'm going to be very strict. And I don't think you've ever seen me diet like that. Too. No, man. Yeah, like, like, like I was like, like this whole stretch. You've been doing good too. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm not gonna talk about how much weight I lost because that's that's a whole other discussion. But I, I gave, like I said before, you. It's good to have someone that you want to look like. Yeah, definitely do that, and definitely, 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 definitely. Like this is a big thing. A little piece of advice I would give to anyone. Once again, disclaimer: we are not personal trainers. No, we're not. But I would say definitely give yourself goals. Because yeah. if you do not give yourself goals and you're just gonna you're just gonna linger. And Arnie says this. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're just gonna if, if you say like I wanna lose 20 pounds, you can lose 20 pounds over five years. Right. You know, but so give yourself a goal. Like I'm gonna lose 20 pounds by July 1st or right. by whenever, by time December, by the time summer comes around. Or if you have a wedding five months from now and you wanna look good in your wedding dress or your wedding suit, yeah, then tell yourself, I wanna lose 15 pounds by that point. And right. then, you work towards that. You see what you need to do, whether what you need to do for in, in regards to a diet, what you need to do in regards for a workout, because every little thing that you want to do yeah. is different. If you want to put on weight, that's a different diet. If you yes. want to just lose weight, that's a completely different diet, yeah. completely different workout schedule. So so find someone that you want to look like, whether it's an actor, celebrity, Instagram person, whatever, and then give yourself goals. Yeah. Find their workout routine. Find their diet. And then give yourself goals. So I gave myself a goal by my birthday to be a certain weight and put up a certain amount, amount of weight. Of weight. Yeah. yeah. So be a certain like body weight and put up a certain amount of weight on bench press. Right. And I'm just slowly working to that goal. Mm-hmm. So definitely give yourself goals and like, you know. Yeah, just you, you have to be completely honest with yourself. For sure. And the other thing too is is people have come because like 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 I'm like I'm a pretty like like built guy, but I'm not mm-hmm. I've never had abs in my life. And nor do I care to ever have abs. Like that to me is not like I like I don't seek that out. I don't care for that. I'm more interested with being strong. Like that's always mm-hmm. been my thing. Like I'd rather have strength. And the thing with strength is you can't have like like the, like like when you're cutting right when you're cutting and you're trying to go for more of a leaned out look you know you have like more of the cuts more of like you know the abs showing and things like that you kind of have to sacrifice your strength and change up how you how you work out and how you eat mm-hmm. and, and then if you want to build strength and you want to bulk up that's when you start eating more you start lifting heavier but then you kind of sacrifice the look of yourself a little bit right. more you kind of get more bulky looking you don't you know not, you're not as cut up you know what I mean so for me. Like being super duper caught up was never a thing. But when it comes to the summer, I always like to lean out a little bit. But like people usually do ask me like, like, you know, what should I do in terms of like, if I want to lose weight and I say, well, what's the favorite thing that you eat? What's the favorite thing that you drink? 
If it's soda, cut it out. If yes. it's like oh, soda is like the one of the biggest killers. It's one of the biggest because yeah. it's straight sugar. It is or, sugar. Or yeah. it's like you know, like oh, like I have a bagel every morning. Cut that out. Cut that out, right? So you, it's like start with one thing that you know you love, which is probably the hardest thing. So it's like, sorry. Right, so instead of drinking soda every day, just stop doing that. You know, keep keep eating what you're eating, keep drinking what you're drinking, but no more soda. Start with that, right. and then as you, <clears throat> as you wean yourself off of that. Then pick something else and then pick something else and slowly get into the habit of that. That's kind of like to me the easiest way because the problem with like diets and things like that is it implies that at some point it's going to end. Mm -hmm. And that's I think where people fall because I've seen so many people, friends included, that lose weight, look great. And then immediately fall back into those habits again and gain all the way back. Right. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's, it's just how it goes. Because it's, it's the like, same both like muscle memory yeah. and like just your body in general. It, it's it, it's gotten like regardless of how out of shape you were, it got used to being like that for a certain amount of time. Yeah, your, your body, it, that ends up becoming the body default. Right. So it, it's easy for your body to kind of relax. For, yeah, for sure. And especially to like in terms of like the science, um, you know, when you gain weight, you get like these like fat cells and it's like those when you start to lose weight they shrink mm-hmm. but they never go away they're always there so it's almost like they go dormant mm-hmm. so when you really revert back into those bad habits again they just kind of you know they come right back right. so that's kind of the thing so when it comes to this it's always about creating like you almost have to rethink and reboot your body to kind of get used to these new changes and it and you end up making these changes for it's, it's like lifelong changes. It's not mm-hmm. a temporary thing. Like if you're just in it for the temporary stuff, then don't even bother. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of my thing. Like if you're doing this. Well, like, yes and no, because everyone's different. I know everyone's know? different. Yeah. You know, I know everyone's different and not it's not all good thing. But just for me personally and how I've seen it actually happen, I think when you're looking to do something where it's like, I want to lose weight, it's like, okay, well, then you need to change this, 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 and this. But you need to never go back to, to that kind of stuff. Like every once in a while is fine. But when it comes to like, you know, drinking beer every day, eating, you know, bagels every day, like. Which is what I would do. I just right. had my first bite of a cookie in like almost three months. Right. And my God, it was fucking glorious. Yeah. <laughs> but I quickly stopped. Yeah. I just, I was like, woof. Yeah. I ate it and I walked away and I'm, it, like, I'm not even going to exactly. look for it. But that's what I mean. So it's like once in a while, it's it's fine. Yes. But it's like, it can't be this everyday kind of thing. Because I think a lot of people do do a lot of this stuff every day. No, I definitely think it's important because you were talking about the fat cells. And again, disclaimer, we're not personal trainers or- Bro, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. Or licensed, I'm a professional or licensed nutritionists <laughs> or anything along those lines. But those fats you were talking about, once you once you start putting your body through a certain sort of rhythm um, and they do kind of go dormant, yeah. it is important to have those sort of like cheat meals every now and then because that sort of wakes up the cells. Yes. So it wakes them up and they start eating. They yeah. start eating all that fucking junk and they go into like overdrive. So then the next day, once you start eating healthy again, those cells are still in overdrive. Yes. So then that helps kind of eat away some of the excess fat that you have. For sure. And I always look forward to the cheat meals. Cheat meals, cheat are, meals my, are the best. The cheat, yeah. meals, cheat meals are my favorite thing like because it's, 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 that, it's that idea of like I'm eating healthy throughout most of the week and then this one day. Today we had pizza. Today we had pizza. And it was fucking yeah. amazing. And this morning I had pancakes. And this morning I had pancakes. Yeah, yeah, I still made myself my egg whites. Yeah, you made the egg I still, whites. I still yeah. made my, my yeah. egg whites. So it was, I had my protein, but I had my pancakes and it was delicious. And yeah, I mean, like, look, I'm, I'm be honest. There are moments where I get like really depressed, <laughs> where I'm just like sad because I wanted to eat something and I couldn't. And and it's tough. And I mean, Nick knows this. I have like crazy paranoia that if I don't work out in one day, I'm going to get all the way back. Yeah, yeah. You know? So <laughs> it's tough. And, and it does like mentally... It does make you go a little crazy, but you know, you just have to be strong and you have to stick it out because 
even though you want to eat something or even though you want even though you want that cookie or that beer or that beer or whatever the second you step on the scale yeah. and you see that your the weight is going down every single time i see that my my depression anxiety paranoia, it just vanishes man because, vanishes because instantly, that, instantly. that's that's the best motivation is we when, have, when you see the results like right. that's, that's we like, have a oh. great scale um it's called health you i'm not really sure what it is yeah it's um, like health you or something yeah like that. but we got it from amazon uh it was like it was like 50 bucks yeah. it wasn't anything crazy but you know you step on it and with your bare feet and it tells you you know like pretty much like your your fat levels your bmi your weight your water protein all that stuff and literally since i started it's just gone down. Yeah. My my body fat percentage has gone down. My weight has gone down. And it's gone down in all the right places and also gone up in all the right places mm-hmm. in terms of like protein, hydration. Right. Uh, like the muscle weight. The muscle weight. That's what that goes back to what you're saying because yeah. sometimes you have to sacrifice stuff because even though I'm burning weight, I am unfortunately also burning muscle. Right. But the thing is that my strength is going up. Yes. So it's, it's like even though my muscle mass is slowly going up, yeah. my strength is like, it was increasing. So what well, is the other thing too, man? Your body's an asshole. Like, like yes. if you guys don't know, your body is a fucking asshole mm-hmm. because when you're when you're young, it tricks you into thinking you can eat and do anything you want, and the metabolism is gonna burn it away. Yeah. And you hit fucking thirty, and that all that shit goes out the window, <laughs> and it's just such a downhill slope. And then you have to start changing things, and it's like, well, I want to eat all and this it's stuff. So and it's so much like, slower. It's so much slower. But yes. it's like, it's like you can't you can't do all the things you used to do when you were young. So it's it's this matter of just of rethinking of of how you're how you're supposed to do like your diet and stuff like that. And it's it's crazy. And what sucks is that it's really easy to gain weight. Right. It's super easy. It's that much harder to lose it all and put on muscle at the same time. It's yeah, and it's and it's like it's not I think something that people have to realize, which I'm sure they do, is that nothing is gonna happen overnight. No. That's just the truth. We have no. nothing's gonna happen overnight. Nothing's gonna happen over like a month, to be honest. Maybe over a month you'll see some changes, but it's not gonna be anything like significant no, if you're doing it even, properly. If you're doing it properly, even in like a year, man. Like yeah. in a year, it's like, yeah, you will see a difference, but you're not gonna morph overnight. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing too. Like obviously, mm-hmm. It's like if you guys do have whether it's bodybuilders or actors that you look up to and you want to and you want to look like them, it's like that's that's great and it's an awesome goal to go towards. But you have to remember too that these guys also have personal trainers, they, right. they have nutritionists, they They're have getting, people who literally bring in their food, bring in their food, make their meals. They don't have to deal with the day to day life that that you know me and you have you to have to do. Fuck it, we're we're being full transparent here, yeah. okay? I modeled my workout, my diet after Michael B. Jordan from right. Creed. I watched Creed and I was like, I'm gonna look like that. Yeah, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan is like. A, like we're about the same height right we have about the same build so i was like i want to look like that so i looked up his workout schedule i looked up his diet and i did it for like the first month Mm -hmm. and it worked out perfectly it worked out really well i I saw some differences um but that's another thing too you always have to the more research i did you do have to switch it up every now and then you have to chuck the muscle yeah as i said chuck the muscle chuck the muscle so then yeah so i did something for 30 days Mm -hmm. worked great so cool now i'm switching it up and doing something different i'm about to finish up another 30-day program Mm -hmm. so cool once i do that this has also been really good i'll switch to something else but you keep working you keep working and you know you like i said have your goals work towards your goals and yeah over time you will see your body change the way you want it to because like you said you always want to be strength when i was younger i was more ripped yeah. i was more like going after i'm gonna show you pictures bro <laughs> i was fucking like i was ripped as hell yeah. and that was always like my thing when i was younger i, I wasn't like always too crazy about like the big muscles mm-hmm. but i liked being like cut and um obviously you get older um you discover beer yeah 
you know, you can drink a beer whenever you want yep, after yep. you turn 21. <laughs> so you start doing dumb shit. And I was a, I was a fuck boy. Oh my God. When I first turned 21, 21, 22, being by the beach, going yeah, to the yeah. beach bars. Oh my God. I was such an asshole. But, um, but yeah, it's, you know, regardless of your age, you can definitely make changes to your body. But like, I, like I said, give yourself goals and definitely do the research because everything is different. If you want to train for a 5K, that is a completely different oh, yeah. diet, yep, workout yep, routine yep. Than, than trying to put on 10 pounds of muscle in like an X amount of months. Yeah. So like always try to figure out what you want to look like, what you want to do and do the proper research. For sure. Like that's definitely, and give yourself goals. Give yourself goals, goals are important. And throw your ego aside. Yep. Like, you know, like, like we said, don't be there trying to break your back, curling 50 pound weights. Do it properly. Go lighter weight. Do the volume. Get good form. Yeah, and just like and yeah, just slowly work at it. Yeah, and, I, and at the same point too, don't. I, I always say this: people going to the gym for the first time, fuck everybody else that's in there. Yeah, because like, people get so intimidated walking into the gym. They get intimidated 100%. by the big people lifting big weight. It's mm-hmm. like fuck, fuck them. Don't worry about them. Mm-hmm. Focus on you. If you want to do ten pound plates on the bench press, <laughs> do ten pound plates on the bench press. It's I, okay. I guess I. Guess. Fuck that! Fuck that guy! Fuck staring that you asshole down. That's, that's, yeah. that's talking shit about you. Yeah. Don't worry about. It. But no, but this thing, like, like walk in there, just like drown out everything that's around you, and mm-hmm. focus on what you're doing. And you're gonna and see do it, clowns. Man. There's gonna be those There's clowns. Always gonna be clowns and yeah. it, it, you might get distracted, but like, yeah, it's um, definitely just just you know stick to your goals, stick to your routine, and it might be tough. It, it might be tough, but like you definitely just have to like you have to embody it. Yeah, yeah. But like you can, whatever you're trying to do, you can reach that. But it's not going to be easy. You have mm-hmm. to take the proper steps. And you, as long as you're, as long as you're like, um, as long as you're committed, dedicated, and you're really like focused, and you and you stick to your routine, you will see changes for sure. Yeah, for sure. But uh, all right, guys. Yeah. So that was our little <laughs> rambling of like the gym. I know. Uh, I know that's kind of out of a left field topic that we don't usually talk if about. If anyone but, listens to this, yeah, because I'm really glad you, I had no idea Nick was going to yeah, bring yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, I want to shock Martin a little bit. Shock the muscle. Yeah. Obviously, I really do. Um, like I said, I, I was always like somewhat in shape. Always we were like you know go to the gym, but it really fell off. But I think this year alone, I've kind of, kind of just really taken it to like another level in terms yeah, of like yeah. research. Uh, I've never dieted the way I have like this past two months. Yeah. Um, so I've really become passionate about this yeah. and I've really, really enjoyed, um, I, I've become, I'm at the point now, I think more than ever where I look forward to going to the gym. For like, sure. I can't wait. Like the second I walk in, I'm excited yeah, yeah, yeah. and I start working out and I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I listen to so many great podcasts while I'm, that's been like, that's a, too, man. Yeah. I listen to so many podcasts from my gym. That's been yeah. a great kind of, that's nothing, that's something I normally wouldn't do, but it's been great listening to other people and all you people who, um, I'm still waiting for and the wife to come back. Um, but all people like, uh, <laughs> If anyone's listening, Cinephiles, um, B Bodega, Oblivion Bar, I, H Narrative. I, I, I drink your podcast. I drink your podcast. Yeah. All these people who, who you know, I listen to at the gym. Like I'm working at. Like you guys are help. You're, you're yeah, there with my work. workout. You're helping me get. Although you're, what I will say though is, if you're listening to Weird the Weird Ones podcast, be careful because I was doing. Uh, they'll crack you the. They fuck will crack up. you the fuck up. I think I was doing. It was either a bench. I think it was bench press dumbbells. I if you're gonna almost, listen to weird, you should not be lifting yeah, heavy. I literally be, almost dropped the weight on my chest because they they're so fucking hilarious. Those guys and they crack me up and like just some of the shit they're talking about is just so wild. But yeah, just be careful about who you listen to and, and the exercise yeah, you're doing. That's, that's very true. <laughs> that is that's very very true. But um, 
but yeah, like just listening to these people has been really fun. And, you know, um, kind of we did the thing where like, oh, today's workout is with whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys did enjoy this fitness talk, yes, by any chance, then please let us know. All I need is one. Yeah. See, I, I'm, just one person to say yes, and and we'll and we'll work this into the show. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, no one listens. Oh, who <laughs> fucking cares? We we do all shit for no reason, whatever. But if I get one message, and not from you, Chris, <laughs> if we get one message just saying like, guys, I really enjoyed the fitness talk. I would like to hear more about it. Then fuck it, we will do more. Yeah, we will because definitely I can do definitely more. talk a lot more about this. So uh, so you just let us know. And this yeah, this was fun. Yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed talking. Yeah, about this is definitely a side of us that if you guys didn't know, now you know. Mm-hmm. We love going to the gym. And um, just full disclosure, I took a little screenshot of like the first daily yeah. to like the most recent daily. And you, my, my neck, bro, it's, yeah, it's, okay. a, little, it's you, a little tighter. The jawline's coming in more? The jawline's yeah, coming in a little okay. more. So I was like, all right, all right. You know, and it's a little shit like that. Like, like I said, we were literally, I was literally seeing myself on camera every fucking day. Yeah. For the past couple months, yeah, and I, and you like I said, you gotta be honest with yourself. You really do, and you just gotta be like, who? And then it's your your decision. It, it's all up to you. Do you want to make a change or not? Right. Some people don't want to, and that's okay. Right. Honestly, that's if it's not for you, you know, then that's honestly okay. It, it really is. No one's forcing you to. But if you do want to do it, then it's literally all on you. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, man. Let's uh, let's move on to another thing that we've uh, that we've encountered over these last couple of weeks. Um, we were on set. Yes, we were on set for for Don Lampasona. He uh, he's <laughs> making a film called The Morning Breeze. It's a it's an awesome short film. A little bit of a drama, a little bit of a sci fi twist to it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Christopher Nolan thrown in there for a little bit of flavor. Um, <laughs> some shots were very Christopher Nolan. Some shots were very Christopher Nolan esque. Uh, but it was a blast, man. I was on set the first weekend. Um, you know, I'm a producer on the film, also the one in charge of editing the movie. Now, now that we're in post, uh, second weekend, Martin came on. He was yes. the script supervisor. And uh, yeah, man, what was what was that experience like? Like, well, like, like I know you were excited going into it, mm-hmm. and then that first day, that you know, being on set for that first scene. That first action yell, like, yeah. what was your feeling on, on well, that? Well, very much like we were saying, you gotta leave your ego at the door. Yeah, very much like that. Um, I, I've said this before that you know I want to at some point make a short film. This is something that I want to do, something that I've wanted to do for a really long time, and at some point I really hope to to do one. And just me being completely ignorant and naive, I was like. I was always like, no one's going to shoot my movie. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, yeah. you know, I'm going to be a cinematographer. I'm going to be the director. Like, I don't want anyone else to shoot my movie. I want to have, like, the the visionary control. Um, and I think pretty quickly, I was like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> pretty quickly, I was like, there's other people who you need to, like, realize that other people know their shit and that you, and by you, I mean me. Like, yeah. me, I was talking to myself. Yeah. I was essentially telling myself, like, Martin, you're you're a fucking idiot. There's no fucking way you're going to be a cinematographer. These people are talking about like different lens and these different focuses and different like all this different shit that I had no idea what they were saying. Yeah. And yeah, like at one point, I think the very first take, there was like um that I experienced there was like a little bit of dialogue. And I went up to Dom and I told him, like, oh, maybe he should say it like this. And right after that, I was just like, What are you doing? <laughs> like, you're not the fucking director. Yeah. I was like, Sit down, make sure they're seeing the lines, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> like real quick, yeah. I like real quick. I pulled myself out. Obviously, I was excited. Yeah, it's like Ultron. Ah, oh, they're excited. They're excited. Uh, well, he's excited. <laughs> well, yeah, like I quickly just like snapped out of it. I was like, "Morning, get your shit together." But yeah, like just I think the biggest thing I learned because I learned a lot from it. 
but it was just that like you need to just let people do what they do mm-hmm. like let them do their shit and then you just do what you do right you know? so yeah. if you want to be the writer be the writer if you want to be the director slash writer you can do that right but you know you can't be the cinematographer you can't be the light guy you can't because it, it takes literally a whole team it does and yeah and, and that was the thing like 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 this is my oh i mean like i've made movies with dom since dom was like a, was like in high school you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i've always helped him out with making movies and when he was in college obviously he had like you know short films that he had to make so i helped him with that and then his thesis which was kickstart my heart which we made was that was the first like set that felt somewhat legit mm-hmm. and then now that he's out of college he wrote this um there, there's a couple really awesome people that are behind the project one of them being glenn allen who was actually an assistant editor to ron howard at the time kind of how he first got like started mm-hmm. with that kind of stuff he also offered to to come on the podcast and i really want to have him on at some point yes. yeah it'd be it'd be awesome to hear him talk but he's he's one of the producers on it um i think dom met him through like his internship um and, and he's great he's an awesome guy to talk to has so many great, great stories about you know, editing like Apollo 13 and, mm-hmm. and Cinderella Man and all that kind of stuff. So this was like even more legit. And and man, like that's the thing. Like when it's over, I always have like this depression. Yeah. Like when it's done. Because being on set is so much fun, especially when you have such a great crew like we did. There's so many great people like that were on this project. So many like and, and everyone's really young. So they're all young. They're all hungry. They all want to make, you know, like the best thing they possibly can. Mm-hmm. The actors we had were really great between fucking charlie and emma who are our leads and then even fucking um brian brian man brian was the best brian brian plays one of the roles in the movie and he's got he's got like so many great stories like he talked about this story about him auditioning for reservoir dogs and it was right. so good if we ever get him on here i want him to tell a story yes because yes. it's because i don't even want to ruin it because the way yeah, he tells I don't it is so it good the way he says it is so yeah good. but he's but and that's the thing man like when you have that great of a crew it's it's it, it's like a it's almost like a tight-knit family for like a short period you know what i mean and then when it's over it's like oh i miss all these people you know what i mean and it's like and i was also like bummed out but again it was just like one of those things from like this is what i need to do yeah like this is what i yeah it shows you what you need to do like this is what i have to do like this is what i should be doing you know like i want to be in this like i want to be in this lifestyle yeah this is what i need to be doing that's the thing man like like if, if you guys love movies like we do and you're as much as interested as behind the scenes stuff as you are as what happens in front of the camera mm-hmm. uh when you actually get to see it and it's like everything like is happening it's like oh this this is fucking awesome like this is where i really want to be right you know? and it was just like you said the the cast and the crew was fun i met a lot of fun people i think like like i said i, I got over my bullshit real quick yeah <laughs> um and then i just started pretty much just like learning experiencing watching seeing how everything works like i said before i learned a lot um, in terms from like a technical standpoint, yeah. In, in regards to how things work with with cameras and lighting. Well, that's um, the thing too, man. We worked with with an Ari Alexa. Yeah, we worked with fucking Ari Alexa, we, we which worked, was which insane. Is, yeah, awesome. Some of the shots that they got were were incredible. Dylan, who was a cinematographer, did an incredible job. Yeah. All the, the lighting guys, uh, Rob, like Rob, Rob, who, Rob, Rob would be fun to have on too, man. Rob, Rob is as much that of a was nerd actually as, like as that we was are. probably like the best sort of. That was like just for me personally, it was like such an indie movie moment. Yeah. Like Rob and I the whole time on Sunday were just making Star Wars shows yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> like every little thing, like there was a tripod for the camera, be like, oh, these is like Grievous arms. <laughs> we had a we had a, a green screen moment and one of the hooks for the for the light poles looks like a gaffy stick for yeah. the, from the Tuscan Raiders. Yes. I was like, bro, get there and like start doing your thing. Well, we'll take out the green screen, we'll put Tatooine <laughs> behind you. So we were just making all these Star Wars jokes and like it felt 
like I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm on a movie set. Yeah. You know, it's a short film regardless. Right. But I'm on a movie set, like making like Star Wars jokes with all these fucking movie nerds. And it just felt right. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what like, I want. I want to do a lot more yes. of this. And it was just like, it was just, you know, fucking such a blast. And, and yeah, I just, I think the biggest thing that I took from it was just how much I learned. Yeah. And, and it makes you see everything in a, in a completely different perspective. Um, the also, biggest, well, I'll say also too, like how, how difficult it is too. Yeah. It's, it's literally just for, just from what maybe like a, a, a handful of dialogue, like you have to, you have to do so many times. You have to shoot it from so many different angles. Well, obviously it depends on what you're trying to do. You know, right, the right. way, the way Dom approached it, which is really cool, you know, did the wide shot and the close ups mm-hmm. and all these different things. And yeah, we're obviously we're a, a extremely low budget, so we don't have all the resources. So we really have to reset every single time. So yeah, do the wide yeah. shot. Okay. Then reset over here and you got to move the sound blankets and move the lighting and make sure everything's good and make sure every mat matches. All right. All that, like about 30 minutes worth of like setting up for maybe like five minutes of, of shoot. Exactly. For recording. And then, okay, and then boom. And then again, another 30 minutes. Right, right. That's another thing. It's just how much downtime There's there so is. much downtime. There's, there's a lot of times where, where you're waiting around because the the grips have to set up the lights, mm-hmm. you know, like especially at the end. Cause the, so the, the last day of shooting, we were at the art factory in Patterson, right. which was an awesome spot. I know you said you were there for a wedding. For a wedding, right. Um, Spielberg's West Side Story <laughs> shot for like three months there. They which we out, just saw the trailer which for which in, uh, trailer Hard Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't care for it either, but yeah. yeah, it is what it is. But it was cool that that we were on like that in that location. It's like, oh, fucking Spielberg shot here. This yeah. is awesome. Uh, so, be- oh, and Chopped was filming right next to us, and, and fuck Chopped, fuck Chopped. Chopped is a bunch of dicks. Fuck you, Chopped. Yeah. I'm never watching your show. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I hated you. Such assholes. They fucking kicked us out of our spot, but then we got put in an even better spot. Yeah, so, so it ended up working out. But that's the thing. So being in there, and it's like, okay, so we have you know, a scene that takes place in somewhat of a medical area. I'm not want to give it away because I want you guys to actually see the movie when it comes out. But, you know, for getting a shot, right? And then it's like we have to literally take all the lights that are on the left-hand side and move them to the right-hand right. side. And all those sound blankets that are hung up and strung up all have to come down and get re-strung up on the other side. So all that takes so much time. And like you said, without the resources, with limited hands – you know, it's like if there's anything in the background, we could get, we could gotta get, get rid out. of it. So it's it's tough. It's tough. And it, and it does take a lot of work. And, you know, everyone did such such a great job with the limited resources that we did have. But, yeah, man, like it's 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 a lot of hurry up and wait. It is you know? a lot of downtime. And if you're a PA, then you're just sitting around. The yeah. Whole, I mean, we started each day was at least 12, 12. No, well, Saturday wasn't as long Saturday. Well, we got there around 830 and then yeah. we finished up around like seven. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, a little earlier than that. Yeah, like around six, seven. But yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're like, we were, I was busy the whole time. Like either, either I was just like hungry to like do something. So right. I was always like walking well, around. Well, especially like as, as a script supervisor, like you're there for every shot. Right. Every single shot you're there taking notes, you know, when, when it's over, like the director will tell you like, Hey, like that was the best take. Right. And you, you just know? mark and, it, and down, you mark it down, put yeah. it in the books. Yeah. But for, for example, Sunday, we got there around like 830 and we were done around like nine. It was, it was a pretty long day. It was a long day. And then by the time we got out of there, like we didn't get home until like 11 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and yeah, you're talking about like a 12 plus hour day and some of these PAs are just sitting around the whole time. Yeah. And like, like they're know. there to either drive the actors to transportation yeah, or get food or get, food or or get coffee like yeah. something along those lines. So it's like. So it's, yeah, there's a lot of downtime, which is probably a big thing I realized, but yeah, my biggest takeaway was just how much I learned, how I think in regards to some of the stuff that I've written, just maybe how I want to approach things because you realize the the logistics of filming something and, 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 you know, maybe it's easier to 
I'm not saying you should do this. If you want to be ambitious, definitely be ambitious if anyone's listening and wants to you know, be a writer. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like for just for me personally, there's certain things that I maybe would want to tweak in some of the scripts that I want to do just to make it a little bit more like um, accessible. Accessible, yeah. In order yeah, to because, shoot. Because then you take into account like, oh, how how much of a struggle. Like, like I know for this movie, it was a struggle to get the locations that we did. And I right. feel like every day that we went to set there was an issue with our location, whether it was we didn't we didn't have a room that we thought we had booked or the room we had booked was then taken over by fucking chop because they're assholes and we get and and kick, kicked out or it's like and it's always know, time. The, it's always time. And, and, time and it's limit. like the weather didn't cooperate with us. So we have to, you know, move shooting this scene from this day to this day and take the scene we're supposed to shoot on this day to now this day. So it was just like this, this constant, you know, and then you got to match the lighting, you got to match the lighting. So, like, so yeah. all that is, is just, is just playing against you. And especially like, you know, when you're such a low budget, like we were, you know, you don't have the luxury of saying, Oh, we'll, we'll come back tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? Like we'll, it, we'll, we'll do it in reshoots. We'll do it in reshoots. No, we don't, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we don't, don't have time for reshoots. We don't have yeah. the money for that. We'll do it in a, in a green screen studio. Ah, yeah, we don't. Yeah. Do but it's, it's, it's fun though, because it does keep you on your toes. And, uh, I think we were prepared enough that any obstacle that came our way, it just ended up working out. And for the most part, it ended up working out for the better, which is yeah. not always going to happen like that. So we got lucky, but, uh, but yeah, man, just, just in general, um, it's, it's such a blast. Uh, it was so much fun. Like, I'm like you said, like it, it gets addicting. Like I'm addicted to that, that, that style of, mm-hmm. of work, you know right. what I mean? And, and being on that set and making movies like I, like anytime it happens, I never want it to end. And the best advice, not that I'm some, just some asshole that's made a couple short films, but like, the best advice that I can give to somebody is if you're making a movie, make it like it's going to be your last because mm-hmm. you never know if you're going to get another crack at it. Like when we make Kickstart, I told Dom, I said, you got to make this like it's going to be your last one. And because you don't know if you're ever going to get the chance to come back to it. So right. with Morning Breeze, it was the same thing. It's like, make this like it's going to be your last yeah, one. Yeah, be treated very like, you know, you got to be passionate about it. Yeah. Like, I think if you're not really passionate about it, then I don't think it's going to work because... You know, they're they're like Dom did made some great calls and some of the some of the directing that he did, some of like the some of the shots that Dylan came up with were were really good. But but yeah, you know, like some of the I think you learn from the mistakes. Oh, for sure. And even though like there was issues every single day, like you said, some for the most part worked out for the best, but you also learn from that moving forward. So um so yeah, it was an absolute blast and I really uh I really enjoyed it and it, it just made me want to like like I said, it makes me want to do it more. Like I think the next day I had such a hangover yeah. from it yeah, that like man. I couldn't focus on work. I'm like, I just want to go back and write my. F- I want to revise my fucking script. Yeah, just so like it's, for- like, it's like it's like you look at your bank account. Like, can I quit my job right now? How yeah. long can I survive without? <laughs> Bro, I've considered quitting my job at, at least like. Dude, dude, I do it. I do it almost every day. I think so too. Every day, I'm like, <laughs> like, what can I do from unemployment? Yeah. You know, focus more on the dailies. Focus more on the yeah. pot, which is stuff that I really want to focus yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Um, focusing on my script, you know, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a constant battle. It is a constant battle, a constant but like, battle. I've just been thinking about it, like nonstop, like hmm, how much money can I raise if I yeah, like, yeah. if I do it this way yeah. and like, cause obviously money is a big thing. Um, well, so, you know, yeah. so you know, some people too. So. I do know some people. <laughs> I, I, I'm fully convinced when you're ready, I think we can make it happen. Yeah. I am fully convinced that some of my clients, once I send them like a little go, if they do not fucking donate, I swear oh, to God, I swear to God. <laughs> These motherfuckers blow up my phone constantly. Um, I don't know if they're going to listen to this, but <laughs> blow up my phone constantly. Email me constantly. Text me at 6 a.m., 3 a.m., 12 a.m. Like always demanding shit. And I'm always there for them. I always do my best. So return the favor. Return the I <laughs> All swear. The favor. I know how much money you guys have. <laughs> okay. I, the projects that we do, 
are not cheap. I know how much fucking money you have, so you better return the favor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And and when the time comes, um, yeah, a lot of people might get axed. Yeah, yeah. Might get deleted from my contact yeah, list. That's it. That's oh, it. Mar, I need you to change. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Because nope. I remember. I remember. I remember. I am that petty. I remember. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to 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 doing this. I would like to do one this year. Who knows? But um, but definitely looking forward to to uh, stepping behind the camera. Yeah, definitely, man. We've been talking about it forever. Yeah. And I think like, and even more so now, like I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Like I'm fucking ready. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, but the uh, you know, the, these past couple weekends were were so much fun. We're editing it now, you mm -hmm. know. Martin, you're gonna sit in on some of these edit sessions. We're gonna, yeah, I'm, have gonna get, I'm gonna get some like early uh, ones. Ones coming this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it, it's gonna be fun, and and we look forward to to sharing it with everybody. But yeah, but that was our experience on set. And if you guys have the the you know the the passion to to want to do this, you know, like Martin, and it's like you want to do it, just fucking do it, man. Yeah, just do it. Just, That's just everyone. Go, just go literally every single person says that, and it's true. It it's so true. Like. I consider the dailies in a way kind of like a bunch of shorts yeah. that we do because we literally write them, we we put them together, we add clips, we make them fun, entertaining. So and it's all done in a day. It's all done in a day. In a I day. mean, guys, I shit you not, we spend about five to six hours of our day. Like our days are long as fuck. Yeah. Like we wake up, we have our nine to five, and then we're from the, the, five to the, like the, the gym is in there somewhere. Yeah, the gym is in there. Can't sacrifice the games. Yeah, the gyms are definitely the some there somewhere. Whether um, I like you know, we wake up pretty early. We're usually both up by eight. Mm -hmm. People are like, "That's early." <laughs> well, fuck you if you don't think that's early. Bro, but, I wake up at six. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but like, I'm normally up at least. I'm normally up by like up and moving by eight. So sometimes I'll go in the morning. Sometimes I go a little later. Depends on my work schedule. But yeah, we're done with that. And then we spend like another like six to sometimes eight hours in a daily. It's from like 7 a.m. to like fucking 12 a.m. Mm -hmm. just nonstop. That's where the dailies come out late. I which I don't like. I don't like how they how late they come out. But we just we just I know there's there's just there's no time. No, there's nothing we can do. There's no there's time. Literally nothing. Yeah. And I'm not gonna sacrifice two hours in the day from the gym. Yeah. Jeans. I know yeah. priorities. <laughs> but yeah, definitely just just do it. If you want to, if you want to be a writer, write a script. You know, if you want to be a director, you have you have an iPhone. Go out, go in the backyard with your friends, shoot, shoot. You know, like make a, you just make a, like a five minute movie. Yeah. You know, like you can literally. It's, it's so easy nowadays. Yeah, it's too, so man. it's literally so easy with the, with like the handheld technologies. With you can put like attach a microphone to an iPhone. Dude, a microphone. You get one of those little phone gimbals. Yeah. And you're good to go, man. You're, You're good, good to go. go. If you don't want even, it doesn't even have to be dialogue heavy. If you want to do some like weird artsy, like visual thing, find an empty warehouse somewhere. Right. Shoot, like get some good lighting. Yep. Start shooting something crazy. You know, like you can literally do anything. So if you want to do it, just do it. Um, this is a passion that I found in recent years. Um, if I hadn't, if I had this, you know, because you always figure yourself out as you grow older. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, so. Uh, this is something that I found out in, in the past handful of years. So um, so now I'm like ready. Yeah. And at some point, hopefully this year, fucking doing this shit. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. And uh, to kind of transition uh -huh. into stuff. Okay. Um, it also, being on set also helped me see things from like a different sort of technical standpoint. Mm -hmm. Like how they switch the lens. Yes. So when I was watching the Shang-Chi trailer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, they probably did like a, they probably did like a 25 there, and oh, and they probably did like a 75 yeah, closing yeah. up and stuff. Yeah, but uh, that trailer was great. The trailer was great. So now, so now we'll get into some of the the movie news that that uh, that dropped and some of the shit that we really enjoyed was 
All right. Here's 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 my biggest disappointment about the trailer mm-hmm. is that nobody in the trailer actually said his fucking name, so I don't know how to say it right. Because Kevin Feige says Shang Chi, then I then I, I think it's Shang Chi. You think it's Shang Chi? Like I don't know like which is the proper way to say it. And they even set up in the trailer like, "Who are you?" I'm like, yeah, fucking say the name so I can say mm-hmm. it right. Say the goddamn say name. Say the goddamn. For right now, I'm gonna say Shang Chi. The Shang-Chi trailer. That's what okay. I'm going to say. Okay. That, that's how I'm going to say it. Until someone corrects me, that's how I'm going to say it. But yes, the trailer was dope. Uh, the, a lot of stuff going on. Um, right off the bat, I love the cinematography, which is done by Bill Pope, who did Spider-Man. No shit. Yep, Spider-Man. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Alita. Like, so this dude is no stranger to blockbuster filmmaking. He's always been one of my favorite cinematographers. I love Bill Pope. That's he's, awesome. Yeah, he's, he's, such, he's such an awesome cinematographer. So right off the bat, like you just notice how great the camera work is. We get some moments that are a little bit from Skyfall, a little bit of Deacon's action going mm-hmm. on in there with some of the fight scenes. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. That one shot looked was so fucking beautiful. Cool. So beautiful. Um, there's also stuff with like creatures. Yes. It looks like they're, oh my God. Here you go. Uh, guys, I always say that I'm a fake Asian. I am part Chinese, but uh, I believe they're called Foo Lions. Okay. I'm not entirely sure, but I think that's what they are, which I suppose these these like massive guardian lions who stand like at the gate. Okay, I'm actually I'm looking this up just to see. Chinese guardian lions. Uh, Please tell me I'm right. I would love it if I'm right. Well, what's funny is that I typed in foo lions and it came up. So I'm guessing at some point, well, there's also foo dogs. Okay, well, yeah, that could be that. It Maybe it's be, that too. It could be that too, yeah. But they're like the giant, like stone dragon. Oh no, no, it's 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 food dogs, yeah, and food lions. Food lion dogs is what they're called. Oh, food lion dogs. Yeah. Okay. I think I don't know. It's 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 one of them. But yeah, you so I'll, I'll give you. Okay. That one. I'll oh. give you that one. Yeah, you're good, man. You're good. I was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, which are supposed to be like giant. Um, oh my god, here we go again. Why am I putting myself in this fucking hole? <laughs> but from from what I believe, it's like you know there are these like massive lions who who stay at the gate. Um, and then they like they're like defenders, yes. like gatekeepers, and that's what I thought it was when I first saw right, the trailer. Right. I'm like right away, I'm like, all right, so we're going back into some some old, you know, maybe period of time where we had this like great, like massive battle, and you know, just these mystical creatures, kind of or mythical creatures, yeah, kind of came in and assisted and helped helped you know, win the battle, right? But uh, but yeah, the, another. Why do I keep <laughs> putting myself in these? Old, but the I believe it's pronounced Waiju film. What would you say? You do here. Um, not really sure, but it's that sort of those types of films, like the um, oh, again, fuck the Zimao Young films, oh. I believe, which is like um, like Hero, House Flying, um, uh, like uh, I told you a lot about um, what's it called on Netflix? Um, a few moments later. All right, so I just did, <laughs> I did a quick search on the Google machine. It is called Shadow, but it's on Netflix and it's a gorgeous film. Yeah. But it's those types of like, you know, uh, like kind of like Asian martial arts film like you were seeing, like Crouch, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, Curse of the Golden Flower, Hero. Um, and it's just like that that whole like, you know, gliding. That, that, that like aesthetic. Well, I always, I think mm-hmm. like for, for us being in America, I think it was always referred to as like wire foo. You know, because it's always like a lot of like wire work, yes. you know, all that kind of, uh, you know, aesthetic for, for you know, the filmmaking and, and how they do their fight scenes and things like that. And obviously it looks like there's a lot of that here, which I'm really excited about. Like that was the thing, like I know nothing about this character. I don't know the lore. I don't know anything about it. So when I first heard about it, I was like, ah, all right, whatever. 
you know, was excited for it. And like, that was the one thing that I, I was gravitating towards. I was like, if they do it, like, and have that authenticity and make it like a movie, like, like a crouching tiger or mm -hmm. something along those lines, I'm like, I'm all for them doing that. So right. when I saw some of the shots in here, what they were going for, I was like, fuck yes, this is exactly what I wanted. Right. Because, um, it also just, we talk about Marvel always transcending the genre. Mm -hmm. And now we essentially have like a superhero in that sort of life feel. you said aesthetic, right. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's no. exactly what I want. Yeah. It's definitely awesome. And the other thing that it, it kind of, uh, like it's it's not like it's like Black Panther, but the trailer and everything reminded me of Black Panther in the sense that like Black Panther was another character I didn't know much about, but it has such a distinct history and lore and location mm -hmm. and different things like so it's, when I saw this, I got the same kind of vibe from it that it's something new, new culture, new locations going to new right. sort of mythology. So that's the one of the other reasons why I'm really excited about this is kind of getting this new introduction. And, and like you said, like marvel transcending the genre a little bit mm -hmm. and doing something different like so that's what i'm really excited for for this movie right because they're like they're the kings of that yeah and always like we always say when your soldiers like political drama guardians of the galaxy was your space opera blah blah but uh but yeah and um i love some of some of these characters like the uh the death dealer i believe is his name or her name i'm not sure if it's like our girl but i love the design the look the look of yes. that character it reminded me a little bit of um avatar the last airbender the kiyoshi warriors mm -hmm. they have like yep. the white makeup with the red on the eyes and stuff um so i am so intrigued to find out what that character is about and then yeah and then like the little things in the trailer like um i i i love that the the kick and then the jacket fix it was yes. very jackie chan yeah 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 you know, like fixing the jacket so yeah i'm i was like I was like, oh, I was like looking forward to this movie. I was like, really anything crazy, but I went from like, okay, yeah, cool, Chang Chi's coming out to like, I need this movie. Yeah, like I'm this it has jumped up to like one of my most anticipated of the years, like very quickly. I was gonna say if we had done our most anticipated episode like this week, mm -hmm. Chang, that movie might be up there. Yeah, it would definitely like it's definitely jumped up like a lot. It definitely yeah. jumped up the list a lot. So. Now I'm like even a little bit more excited to see the Eternals trailer. Yeah. So I'm like, what do they have in store? Right. So it's just like Marvel. They haven't lost their touch. I know. We, yeah. The movie could definitely suck. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get it well, twisted. No, that's but the thing too. Like, like, like I've I've definitely seen like plenty of trailers that are cut really well, and then the movie comes out and I'm just like, all right, it was all right. And more to combat. Yeah. Well, and then and when it comes to Marvel movies too, whether it's Captain Marvel or mm -hmm. you know other other stuff, it's like I've seen. It, I'm like, man, it was all right. Yeah. So. Definitely looking forward to this, but just, yeah, the, like you said, the location, the culture, the, the scale, just like, I was like, I, I, I was a little turned off by the trailer because we start off with some, like the music. I'm like, oh, here we go again with like, well, like, some, like, like, like yeah. hip hop music. We kind of got it with like Godzilla vs. Khan. Yeah. Like, I was a little over it, but the second we get like the young Chang Shi like doing like the rapid fire yes. punching. Yeah. And then we cut to like that grand courtroom of mm -hmm. him fighting all those like ninjas, or whatever. I was like, dude, I'm in. Yeah, I was like, I'm just the way it looked, the scale, the scope, the the why, like everything about it. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm in. I'm, For sure. I'm, I'm sorry. And then the trailer just got better and better and yep, better. Yep, yep. And then we saw like the we saw the wires and everything. Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm, like, I'm let's so go, in. I'm let's so go. in. I'm so fucking in. <laughs> Give me this movie now. I'm ready. Yeah, but that was awesome. So can't mm -hmm. wait for that. I think it comes out in early September. Mm -hmm. So man, just cannot get here soon enough. Uh, and then the other thing with Marvel is they uh, ramped up their casting for Secret Invasion. Yes. Which was awesome. They got Olivia Coleman. Nice one, Doris. Nothing like a bit of girl on girl. <laughs> fucking Doris. Doris. Nice get, one, get, Doris. Getting in there, which is, which is great. Fucking love Olivia Coleman. And then Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark is going to be in it, oh, too. Little girl on girl. Little girl on girl. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Nothing like a little girl on girl. 
Uh, but yeah, so she's in it too. So uh, really excited about this. Like way more excited than than I initially was for the project because when they announced Secret Invasion with Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, I was like, even though I love Ben Mendelsohn and Sam Jackson, I was like, eh, I'm not the biggest fan of Captain Marvel. So I was just like, eh, all right. And like at this point, the whole thing with the scrolls is kind of like, it's annoying. Like when I saw him in WandaVision, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like I really don't care. You know, but I was also, but we were also like not in the mood. <laughs> I know. We were also not in the mood. But then like Secret Invasion, I know from the comics, is such a grand story. So I'm like, are they really going to boil this down to just like a TV show? No. So I was a little disappointed with that. But like the casting kind of has me on board. Uh, they have the one actor from One Night in Miami. I forget I forget his name, but he's playing the villain. I really liked him in One Night in Miami. So the fact that he's going to be in this now. And now with these two castings, I'm like, all right. I'm like, now I'm a little bit more yeah, intrigued. Yeah, I mean, Ben Mendelsohn, I'm always going to be on board. I know, yeah. Ben anything Mendelsohn's Ben Mendelsohn yeah. does. But kind of going back to what you were saying, given what we got with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's very clear that it's either going to play off in another season mm -hmm. or or some of the stuff that happened in the season in season one is going to play off in future movies right so i think now that there's a possibility that even though it's such a grand story i don't think it might just be limited to a tv series a tv series yeah i think it might possibly given what we just saw with falcon and george like i said actually i'm sorry captain america captain america and, winter and the winter soldier yes uh that it could very potentially lead into bigger events and amelia clark like when I heard the casting news, I was like really excited. And then she posted a video on Instagram because she's like doing a comic book. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so she was like, guys, I have some news for you. It's uh, a great impression. Bro. Yeah, London is not <laughs> English, whatever. It's not my first language. But um, I thought she was going to announce like, oh, yeah, I'm in Secret Invasion. Yeah. Really cool. But she was announcing her comic book. And I was just watching this video. And I'm like, I fucking miss Amelia Clark. I know. I spent like eight or nine years of my life following her through Game of Thrones Obviously, it didn't end the way um, most people wanted. The it. way most people wanted to. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of her like rom com movies that she did. Definitely not a fan of Terminator Genesis. Nope. Um, but just seeing that video, and I'm just like, I fucking love Mila Clark. I miss her so much. She'd be a great mirror. Huh? She'd be a great mirror. Oh, she'd be an incredible mirror. <laughs> Too bad it's not gonna happen. Um, so yeah, like. Olivia Coleman is a fucking darling. I'm so excited to see her. In, yeah, and this, and I, I think I said this too. I said this to you. I don't want to see her because, like, I feel like this is what happens with Marvel a lot of times too. Is like they'll cast like these really great actors, but they'll stick them in like these authoritarian like roles, mm -hmm. whether it's like a senator or a general or something like that. And it's like give them give them something interesting to do. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't want to see Olivia Coleman playing like a government official, being like or something the asshole like senator, being like the asshole senator or some bullshit. Right. Like I want to see her play. Like I want to give her a good role. Right. It's fucking Doris, bro. Let's fucking if go. If it is Oscar winning, Doris. Oscar winning Doris. If it is a senator role, which I think it's going to be some sort of like authority role. Authoritarian, authoritarian. I don't fucking I don't know. even fucking know. English, English, is, English, English is my first language. Yeah, I don't yeah. Even know. But I think it's gonna be some kind of role like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. Give her, give her some more meat. Like give her, yeah, like, man. Meet her character. Well, like, let her come play. Yeah. Um. Amelia Clark is literally uh, a wild card. I don't know what she like, she can be like some sort of superhero maybe. Some yeah. You or like or like some. I don't know what they're gonna do with her. But this cast, man, like I'm super excited. Olivia Coleman, Ben Mendelsohn, Samuel Jackson, Amelia Clark, like. The, like you said, the guy from One in Miami. I'm sorry, we yeah. don't know your name, but uh, it's like Ben. ben it's like Benadir. Ben Benadir something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember from from the Daily, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to even though again the same thing with Captain America and the Winter Soldier, even though I thought the finale had its issues. Yeah, I wasn't as upset with the finale as I was with One Vision. Yeah. Um. So I do think there's a little bit of unfair pressure on Loki. 
Yes. So if Loki plays out good, then I'll be like, okay. Yeah. You know, so right now, Marvel has me on board with Secret Invasion. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Mm-hmm. I like this cast. But if Loki, for some reason, turns out not to be... Um, if, if I find out, if I find myself having issues with Loki, then it might kind of temper my excitement for essentially anything. Well, forward. that's what I mean too. And and you know, you guys, you'll you'll hear our Falcon and Winter Soldier, well, Captain America and the Winter, Soldier, Winter Soldier wrap up uh, this week. But yeah, like and and you even brought up a good point though, is that both WandaVision and uh, and and this show were affected by COVID, so yeah. they kind of had to rush their endings a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that for me is where both shows have kind of faltered is rushing their endings like Mm -hmm. you know needing one more episode to really like flesh things out and tie things up properly so with loki loki i don't think had that issue at least i don't i mean it might i don't think so it might have but i feel like it had more who knows yeah who fucking knows i'm not not sure either but at at the same point too it's still like if it is an issue it then it's it's not gonna give me a whole lot of confidence going forward Mm -hmm. that like they really have a handle on how to do like these longer form storytelling kind of aspects but yeah, man. I mean, the, the, I think the casting is awesome. I love, you know, all the actors that are involved, which is the case. I mean, Marvel never really has like a bad cast. Right. You know, they always Very cast. True. They always find like these heavy hitters to bring in. They always make interesting choices for for their characters. So, yeah, man. I mean, we'll uh, we'll see. It's a, it's a wait and see. But I, I love I love the cast so far. Me too. Yeah. Always for sure. All right. And uh, I think our last topic, uh, The Flash started filming. Again. So, so it, but it's legit this time. It actually started filming. I got the, because Annie Muschietti posted um, that little video, which is really cool, with, which I believe has got a little piece of the music. Yep, that, that Benjamin Walfish is doing. So. Which, is, which is a little reminiscent of like... Um, of Junkie Score. Of Junkie Score, A little, yeah. little bit. It's, it's a little, little bit in there, but like it sounds, it sounds cool. Like I yeah. want to hear more. It sounds a little, it sounds pretty grand. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, oh, you know, day one officially, I'm like... How many day ones has there been? I see. I don't think Flash has ever really gotten close to a day one though, because I, because Rick didn't start, wasn't close to filming. I don't. Or, well, he had a script, but I don't think he was. I know there's two because I also Google. There's two different situations this year when they said production has started. Maybe not filming. Oh, okay. But there was two different situations. Yeah. Where, oh, I didn't realize that. Where they okay. said that production has started. Yeah. On the Flash film. Yes. So this was, and those. I mean, those were. Um, I'm not gonna say the sites, but it wasn't like cosmic news yeah, or yeah, we got yeah, discovered. Yeah. It was like it was like somewhat legitimate, like legitimate sites, sites yeah, yeah. That said are like, oh, you know, production of the flash has, has officially started. So when I saw this, I'm like, wait a second. So this is like the third time I'm hearing this, but it looks legit. Yeah. It no, like, it, it's it coming from the director's legit. mouth. Yes. It's coming from the director's mouth. It's actually so. happening. And and the, and it's one of those projects, like we said, with all DC projects going forward. Uh, we'll believe it when they actually start filming. Yes. And so now I can actually believe that Black Adam is, is actually filming. Yep. And now that The Flash is actually filming. Yep. And they essentially confirmed that Keaton is coming back. Keaton is coming back. Uh, Baffleck, we already knew, is coming back. So that's that's exciting. Um, as excited as I want to get, I'm still not over DC's bullshit. Nope. So it's hard for me to get excited. Um I'm really, really worried that they're trying to that they're going to do some late changes to some of these films so they can match their universal connected right, plan like, like that they inter- have. interconnect everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that whatever changes they do make to have this sort of interconnected plan that they talked about, I hope it works. I hope it's authentic. I hope it feels genuine. We just got done, like we were saying, we just got done with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier. And we just saw through six hours of television, essentially the fallout of Captain America. Yeah. You know, and 
now, after following Captain America for so long, we now have a new Captain America, and the transition just felt right. Yeah. It just felt right. It, did. it, it felt, felt right. genuine. It felt organic. Felt, yeah, it felt organic. And granted, you know, that's the luxury of Marvel of like 10 years of, of storytelling and, and playing this up. Right. They're now, they're, DC clearly doesn't have that foundation. So now they're, you know, we don't know at what point they decide to make things connected. Yeah. Or do this new universe. I hope so. I'm just really hoping they're not they're not fucking with their movies again. Yes. To try to make everything work. And I think the biggest thing for me too is like Michael Keaton coming back as Batman should be like the biggest fucking thing on the planet. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, it feels like it's not. And like, uh, and, yeah. I, and I have two minds of it. One, I'm super fucking excited to see him get back into the suit. Mm -hmm. I love Michael Keaton. Like you love Michael Keaton. Like it's 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 gonna be awesome. I think when that news first dropped, we were going nuts. Yeah, you know, on the podcast about it. But everything that's happened with DC, and now that we're kind of in a in a post Snyder cut world, like things have just changed and things feel different. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's 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 a, it's a wait and see. We'll see how how it plays out. I just I hope that they don't fuck it up. Like I, I hope like, so. Yeah. It would be one of the biggest disappointments to get Michael Keaton back. And like the movie is just like not up to that level of where it should be. But Bring, I also too like having as much as I love Michael Keaton. I don't know. Like I still don't know if having him as the future Batman works. Yeah, and have him or as like a Nick Fury type. So basically, you're kind of regulating Batman to being like a side character. Yeah, when in reality, he should be at the forefront. You're having Batman as the guy in the chair. Yeah, and like literally, how like that does that to me just does not work. Yeah, that just I mean, could they do it? Maybe. Yeah. Who fucking knows? But if you if you want to have like, the shared universe moving forward for years to come, and your plan is to bench Batman, yeah, that does not make any sense no, to me. As, that doesn't like, make sense as to me like either. one of the most popular characters of all time, like you said, he should be in the forefront, right? So yeah, everything about it is just well. I think I think if if I'm putting my my head into how Warner Brothers is thinking, which is damn near impossible, because who the fuck knows what they're thinking? Are they even thinking? We don't know. They probably feel like they can do that with this this version of Batman because we're also going to have the Matt Reeves as Batman kind of running parallel to these DCEU movies as well. So it's like, oh, if you don't like what we're doing with this Batman here, you have this Batman over here. Yeah, but the also, but the only times you would have quote unquote Batman in the chair would probably be like during a team up movie, right? Which would mean I would I would figure that at that point you have Flash run over to Matt Reeves universe and possibly bring. Batman over. I right. don't think that would work either. Yeah, and I also don't know how they're going to do this because obviously, like my my biggest thing that they're they're going to erase Batfleck. That that that's what's going to happen. They're going to yeah. erase him, and Michael Keaton's going to take take the point as to being the Batman of the DCEU. First of all, it's going to piss off all the Snyder Cut fans that, that that's going to happen. That you're mm -hmm. basically going to erase him from from the universe. Uh, which I mean, that might not be what's going on, but that's what it feels like. That that's kind of the the vibe that I'm getting. And mm -hmm. I remember when Michael Keaton first got announced, that was what they said that he's going to be like a Nick Fury type and become like the DCEU's Batman. Right. So I'm like, all right. So you bring in Batfleck back just to have that connection to the Snyderverse, and then whatever and the then Flash does, it. it resets the timeline, and now we have Keaton as Batman. So it's like. I have so many mixed feelings about that too because I love Affleck as Batman. You know, seeing the Snyder Cut, even though I do have some issues with him in the Snyder Cut, too. I have so many issues with him in the Snyder Cut. But still, he's still great. 
mm-hmm. and he looks the part. And I think going forward, I think he should still be the Batman of this universe. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? He definitely and, should. And and you can't even call it to me and say he, Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it anymore because he came back for Snyder reshoots. He, he's come back twice he's for back Snyder twice. reshoots and for this movie. And for this movie, so he wants to be. So Batman. clearly, there yeah. is a sort of you know like desire to right. to to do it. Um, they could have just. You can't say that, oh, you're sending a bunch of money at him. No, because he came back for Snyder. Right. For like probably for, for nothing. Yeah. It's no, he, for yeah like Snyder free. said he did it for free. Yeah. So clearly, clearly the, the desire is there. We'll see how everything plays out. But like, I'm just like so upset with DC and with how everything's sort of playing out. And like we said, like it's going to have Supergirl in there. It's going to like, so you're telling me like you have Flash with two Batman with Supergirl. Who knows? What else are gonna fucking throw? What in else there? is gonna come in there? And it's yeah. like, is this even a flash movie anymore? Yeah, you know? I'm sure they have like I wouldn't be surprised if they have, you know, Black Superman cameo in there. <laughs> uh, we'll just figure it out later. Yeah, we'll just figure yeah, it out like, later. Yeah, like let's just keep rolling and then at some point it'll just take two seconds. We'll bring in the actor, shoot the cameo, and, that, and that's it. Right. You know, so I wouldn't be surprised if some shit like that happens. Well, that's as well. also assuming that that movie's actually going to happen. Yeah, which I still don't yeah, think. Yeah, I don't I think, don't think that movie's either, gonna yeah. happen. I think that was all just for show. Some PR um, bullshit. Some PR bullshit, yeah. trying to be like political and and whatnot. Um, well, I remember, I remember. I think I texted you too. Like after the, the the, the Shang Chi trailer dropped, and I was like, bro, like how upset is DC that they don't have the first Asian superhero? Yeah, because that's the only fucking card <laughs> yeah, that yeah, they can like play. Any- <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. But uh, but yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. I have a lot of mixed feelings on this. Um, you know, I am looking forward to the Flash movie. Hopefully, it's good because we ha- we haven't gotten um, this will be the first time that we're seeing fucking big budget Flash. Yeah, I do hope they make some changes. I hope they change his fucking run. I can't stand how Barry runs. <laughs> I think it's I don't buy it. Like, in, as much as I enjoy the Snyder cut, the physics of him running, yeah, and everything, just like I, I didn't buy the physics of him moving fast at all. Like, yeah, not well, one I mean, Warner Brothers hate Snyder, so I'm sure they're gonna try to change up every single aspect that's from the Snyder cut. So. Who who knows? I hope any Muschietti because even though. The, the Flash TV show isn't has really fallen off in my opinion. Um, I buy the physics of how Barry runs in that. Yeah. Like his arms are whooshing right. and he's moving really fast and you do get a sense that he's actually running at super speeds. I love there's little moments um when he's like on a treadmill and he he's just a blur. Yeah. You know, but you can fit you can see it's him running, but he's just a blur and it's so cool. Yeah. So I really hope they kind of incorporate something like that into it because I I hate how Barry runs. Yeah. But um but yeah. That's kind of it, and, and just wait and see. Wait and see. Wait in DC. Wait in DC. Yeah. Wait in DC. <laughs> wait in DC. Put yeah. that on a fucking t-shirt. Yes. Uh, but all right. Um, yeah. So that's kind of everything we really wanted to dive into. Hopefully, you guys kind of stuck with us. You enjoyed our fitness talk, which is something we've never done before, mm-hmm. but we definitely had a lot of fun talking about it. And and yeah, guys. Like so, going forward, um, you know, like both me and Martin were really busy. If you guys can't tell, we're kind of really tired right now. <laughs> as as we're talking about this, Martin's probably gonna fucking go back to work after this. I do have to go back to work. Uh, a lot of work. So so just kind of kind of bear with us over these next couple of weeks. You know, I think once we kind of get into like May and June, things will kind of somewhat go back to normal for us a little bit, and we can kind of get back to you know some normalcy on the pod. But you know, for now, we're just gonna keep doing our thing, keep pushing out these episodes, pushing out any reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier ending. Uh, Loki's not until June, so we kind of have a break from that. But I know there are a few uh, FN Collection episodes, which we haven't done in a while, we do want to bring back and do. Uh, I think the first one's going to be Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I've never seen that movie. I've never seen Martin's never seen that movie, so he's never very excited to watch it for the first time. Find, I've heard some good things. <laughs> I'm really excited to watch that movie. Yeah. You can't tell, guys, the sarcasm is thick right now. <laughs> they make movies in Toronto? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I can't wait to do. I'm so excited. Like that's probably the thing that I'm looking forward to. Like yes. like next week is is doing an episode on that. But uh, but yeah, guys. So that'll be it for us. Uh, thank you for joining us again. Thank you for all the love and support. Um, we just crossed 2,000 followers on Twitter. Nice. We just crossed that, so it was an awesome milestone. So thank you all, all you guys that follow us and support us. And we crossed five thousand plays earlier. We did cross five thousand plays like last in, week, in total, or two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah but that that's awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all that support. And, and it's time for an FN giveaway. Surprise, motherfucker! Oh shit, boy! Uh, just message us sticker and T-shirt, and we'll send you an FN sticker and. A large FN T-shirt. All right. We got a. Uh, we ordered some some T-shirts for uh for some previous winners, so mm-hmm. we got some extra. I'm sorry. All we have is large tees. If you're a lady, you can sleep in it. You know, <laughs> sleeping with the nerds. Um, that's not true. Any size. That's Any size. the message. What message us sleeping with the nerds? All right. Message us sleeping with the nerds. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a lady or a guy. Yes. Just message us sleeping with the nerds, and we will send you an FN sticker that you can see. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go. To the daily, so you can see a sticker on the back of Nick's laptop. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, a nice sticker, and yep. we'll send you a large T-shirt. A large T-shirt, mm-hmm. just a large. Well, I only have one. I only have one. Yeah, I well, haven't we, ordered we more. Can, we can we can order. We'll order more. Oh right, sure, yeah, we'll order more. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck it, yeah. fuck it, fuck it. Just say um, message us sleeping with the nerds. Yes, and uh, you know we'll give you a T-shirt to whatever size you are. T-shirt and sticker, yeah, and we'll send and we'll give you a T-shirt to whatever size you are. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. So that's what we'll do. <laughs> All right, guys. So that'll be it for us. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week on another F episode. And uh, yeah, see you guys later. Later. Bye.